So, hi everybody. Hello. Dawn and Rob's Bod Pod. Fitness, health and well-being from Petersfield Community Radio. So this week we are talking about going to the gym and being a beginner. What to expect um, and go into a little bit more about feeling intimidated maybe and just to give people a bit of encouragement about not being scared to go to the gym. So Rob, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so if you've made the decision to uh, join a gym, well done. Um, It's a big decision to make. Um, It's obviously takes up your time um it's a financial commitment um and you have to actively think about when you're going to go and what you're going to do when you're there so if you've never been to a gym before um some of that might sound a bit daunting um but hopefully um i can share some insight onto uh, how that is achievable and how you can actually enjoy your gym experience Okay, Um, so the first thing I think that people will feel is probably a bit intimidated Um, when you go to a gym. Obviously, there's sort of people there who are skinny uh, or they are very fit. And if you are new to this, I think it can feel quite scary. So what would you suggest for getting over that initial intimidation? Yeah, I think the first thing is uh, finding the right gym for you. Um, There's lots of different gyms that will target either general populations or more sports-specific or more goal-orientated. So you get specific bodybuilding gyms, uh, you get strength and conditioning gyms, and you get more kind of leisure centre, which is for general populations. So um, the first bit is picking the right gym for you. The next thing would be to actually go and see the gym and see what it looks like, see what the atmosphere is like. Um, But when you do go, try and go at a time that you would generally go to the gym so Mm -hmm. that you can see how busy is it, what kind of person goes at that time, Um, and if you can actually see yourself using uh, the gym at that specific time on that day. Um, So that's really important because if that doesn't sit well with you, you're less likely to go in the first place. Okay. And are there any sort of times or days of the week that you find some of these places are quieter or well the general busier times are after work Mm -hmm. so you're looking at probably 5 30 6 o'clock until about 7 38 in the evening um and equally before work generally um in the clubs that i've worked at sort of half past eight until half nine ten o'clock are busier times yeah any time between 11 and 4, you're generally quite quiet. Um, again, it depends. If, if you're looking at London uh, gyms, you're probably looking at more um, the opposite because people get out and do a lunchtime session, um, but it's less so um, sort of in Petersfield area. Um, so I would recommend if you if you are looking at joining a gym, finding out when you're likely to go. If, that, if you're flexible with your work and you can go in at a less busier time, then definitely do that. Um, but if not, just go and see what the gym looks like and how it feels at six o'clock in the evening after after work. Generally, Monday through Friday, those times don't vary too much. They're quite similar. Monday is uh, start of a new week and also after a weekend. So generally, people try and get to the gym on a Monday to, to start the week off right, which is great. But that does mean it's going to be a bit busier on a Monday. And I suppose as well, the bigger the gym, then the less busy it can look the size of the gym will dictate how many members are in there too 
gyms are quite clever in how they uh, put mirrors in their gyms too because mirrors they're there to make the gym look and feel a bit bigger but if you do have access to a large gym yeah generally there there's a bit more space between equipment which is quite nice you don't feel like you're rubbing shoulders with someone while on a bike um, or in the weights room mm-hmm. but again it, it depends on on what you're after it depends if you want to meet lots of people then joining a big gym with lots of members is a good idea but if you want to feel a bit more of a community joining a smaller size gym um, might be a little bit better for you it's probably quite good as well for uh, meeting people in the area as well I would have thought because if you go to the same time same day each week then those sort of regular faces will will pop up and I suppose if you just then start smiling or saying hello and things you probably will then be quite good for meeting people in the gym definitely absolutely um women and men both uh doing a a bit of exercise but they might be on a treadmill and actually start talking to the person next to them because Mm -hmm. they go in like you just said at the same time and they get to know each other which is quite nice there's a communal feel to it which is great um but also between sets on uh, exercises guys or girls may stop and then chat to the person sort of who's walking past um and then carry on with their exercise or maybe sit on their phone quite a lot. <laughs> Depends <laughs> yeah. what they want to check. Uh, so yeah, definitely uh, creating uh, relationships and friendships is is a big big part of the gym environment. So for the first time of coming in, obviously there can be a lot of equipment, uh, which can be quite scary for people. So tell us a little bit about a gym. If I was going to walk into it for the first time, what would I expect to see? So you'll probably see, if we're talking about kind of leisure centre facilities, for example, um, like a tarot or the herons or or something like that, uh, you're going to have cardiovascular um, equipment, which is your treadmills, your running or walking machines, uh, your bikes, your rowers, cross trainers, um, and you might have some other sort of ski machines or stair climbers too. Um, So they're intended to (coughs) essentially manipulate your heart rate Um, you also have machines which uh, you can essentially apply resistance through the body to and that is for your lower body or for your upper body and then you also have your free weights um, which are generally for more experienced gym goers Mm -hmm. Um, so these are weights uh, so dumbbells barbells and they're generally for people who have been going to the gym um, for a bit of time and have um, sort of got used to pushing and pulling weight um, and are sort of strong enough to do so in a free weight environment. So for a beginner, you'd maybe recommend then that the weight machines are a better place for them to start? Yeah, definitely. Generally, if someone hasn't come into the gym before, I would never take them into the free weights their first time um, because they don't really know what it feels like to, to push and pull weight. But the machines are there for safety. Um, you can only do generally one movement on a machine so it's quite safe and generally it's sat down as well um so you're only focused on um pushing something or pulling something you're not really focused on keeping your balance because you're sat down with a backrest generally Mm -hmm. so yeah i'd I'd 100 start people on a uh, machine rather than free weights okay and uh, so obviously the weight area you mentioned is usually more for the experienced gym goers and so would you recommend that a new person maybe books in for a personal training session just one if if you know depending on budgets um for someone to give them a good lesson and maybe come up with a gym routine or something for them yeah definitely if they want to use free weights then i would always seek advice before doing so free weights 
are fantastic for aesthetic reasons, uh, for performance reasons. However, they do have um, the slight downside of a more potential risk for injury. So it's really important that when you do use free weights, you know how to use them properly and you know what your limits are too in terms of what exercise selection, um, how many repetitions to do and what pieces of equipment to use in the free weights area so yeah by all means booking in with a personal trainer um, someone with experience will help guide that person to um, be able to lift correctly and safely okay and I think most gyms do usually offer uh, sort of like a free half an hour session anyway don't they to sort of show new people how to actually use the equipment because sometimes you stand on some treadmill and you've got a screen in front of you with lots of buttons and you wouldn't know what to press how to make it go up and down how to make it go faster so is that right that most gyms will yeah help people obviously and give them a free trial session yeah. so to speak yeah definitely it's in the gym's best interest that all the, all its members know how to use the kit because if they don't know how to use the kit and they're not using it correctly they're probably not going to stay there for long so it's in the gym's best interest um that the members know exactly how to use the kit um and for a safety aspect too to make sure that someone knows that on a treadmill there is a little clip that you can put on your um, piece of clothing. So if you do go too far back off the treadmill, it will just stop. Okay. Um, so it's <laughs> it's quite a good one to use. So yeah, half hour session, you can pick up quite a lot in that. And uh, hopefully if the trainer's got a good amount of experience, they can direct that person in the right, in the right way, uh, whether that's cardiovascular work or resistance work or a bit of both. Okay. So in all these movies, then, when they go flying off the back of a treadmill, they're not clipped in. <laughs> yeah, they're not clipped in, exactly. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that. I must admit, when I've been to the gym, I've never seen anyone actually fly off. I've seen The odd people. phone, and maybe yeah. the odd phone that's gone flying off Yeah, the, the odd phone, definitely, or earphones, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So when they've, they've arrived at their gym, they've had their little um, uh, session with the PT showing them how to use the equipment, and maybe they've been given... A program of some kind so what what would someone expect and you know what on the paper it sort of said it mentions reps and sets and things what what are they and how would you get yourself going and finishing off whoever it is going to the gym that they need some form of program otherwise you're going a bit blind mm-hmm. um so uh, the program will generally consist of a few sections. So the first section is a warm-up section. Um, so ideally, you will raise your heart rate. Now, you can do that a number of ways. Um, the most obvious way would be to use a piece of cardiovascular equipment. So whether that's the treadmill, the bike, the cross-trainer, rower, that sort of thing. Um, you can do do it just standing and either doing some squats or some jumping jacks or something like that. But more often than not, it's on um, a piece of cardio kit. Once you've then warmed up, um, you have probably an option of some mobility work. Um, That depends on a number of factors on sort of how that person moves, but they might jump straight into the actual main session. So generally the main session would be um, using the machines if it's someone new. Um, You'd probably look at doing two or three lower body exercises and again two or three upper body exercises um, and potentially some core work um, and then followed by a cool down. So that's kind of a a very basic program that that should be set to uh, a new person joining the gym. If you're coming in just twice a week then the workout's more often not going to be the same. However, if you're coming in five times a week then you're probably going to be looking at different um, types of sessions uh, you mentioned reps and sets so a repetition or a rep is when you 
push or pull um, or move some sort of resistance um, from one point to another um, and then back. So that is one repetition. Mm -hmm. um, so, for example, if you imagine, let's use a press-up. If you're in a press-up position, you lower your body down and then push yourself back up. That's one rep. Yep. So someone might perform one set of 10 reps okay. um, and perhaps perform that three times. Um, and it's important that you do get a bit of rest in there as well. So generally, 45 seconds-ish is enough between um, between each set. Um, so not that, going off for a coffee and a cake in between each set then? Yeah, or looking at their phone <laughs> on social media, exactly, <laughs> which uh, you might see a little bit in your gym. There's a lot of teenagers. That... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, as long as you're doing your reps and your sets and your rest is enough but not too much so that the body doesn't then cool down. And there is also another thing as well tempo so that's how fast you perform the exercise you probably see this a bit in the gym where mm. people do things really quickly or really slowly generally for for general population clients i would get them to for example if we use the press up again um or the chest press machine um you would push the um the bar forward or push your body up um for perhaps one or two seconds and then you would lower down slowly or pull the bar back to you uh for the, again two seconds just so that you're not rushing the exercise and it's mm -hmm. done safely um so that's quite important to consider too i was in the gym the other day and a guy bless him was sat and he had sort of like the the one where you sit down and you have the bar over the top of your head and you pull it mm -hmm. down mm -hmm. and he was flinging himself around and I I thought oh my goodness he's going to damage his back or because his little body was flinging back and forward his arms were going all over the place and he was doing them so fast that surely is not doing him any good he's going to do more injury rather than than he's building his muscles. Mm, yeah, sure. Um, I think I know what uh, what machine you're talking about. It's the lat pull down normally. Yeah. That's uh, where the bar's above and you pull it down. Absolutely. So on that particular exercise um there's not a backrest so it does mean that the body can move forwards and backwards mm. and that's where um ideally a trainer would step in and, and kind of say um to try and keep the back relatively straight and yeah. not move it too his much his arms were going one way his back was going the other and it was yeah. all and he was going so fast generally what that means is the weight's too heavy so what okay. generally uh, happens is you you try and create uh, momentum uh, you see it quite a lot on a bicep curl for example so yeah. if you hold a dumbbell and you literally um curl at the elbow um what you generally see is when the biceps um get tired you start to hip thrust and swing the body forward so okay. it creates momentum so it actually lightens the weight and this is probably what that gentleman was doing yeah um trying to arc himself back and forward to create momentum to okay. make it a little bit easier it so. must put strain on the back yeah it will do it will okay. do um so yeah again if you do see it then try and grab someone and you know yeah. just have a little <laughs> I chat i couldn't find anyone it was like he was worrying <laughs> i'm sure you me. could tell him but, yeah. <laughs> poor guy yeah. dawn and rob's bod pod from petersfield community radio what would you suggest to a beginner how many times for them to start they've never been in a gym never done anything how many times a week would you suggest they go? So I would always suggest trying to have a bit of recovery, a bit of rest in between um, sessions. So let's say you went on the Monday. I probably wouldn't recommend going again until the Wednesday, just so you get the body to recover a little bit. Um, but three times a week is a really good place to start. Yeah. Um, what that does is not only it, it kind of gets you into your routine, it, it creates a habit. Um, whereas if you just did it once a week, 
and let's say you couldn't go for one week, well, you've missed a whole week of training. Mm. Um, whereas if it's three times a week and you couldn't go for one session, it's just one session out of three. Um, so trying to do it uh, three times a week is a really good starting point. Um, and then if you're loving it, which hopefully you are, you might want to in- in- include another session. And so that's where you can manipulate your gym program. So you wouldn't want to be doing the same program four or five times a week. No, it'd be quite boring. It'll be boring, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And your body won't really change. Um, so is it get used to it, will it? it? It's would. just doing the same... Yeah, it would plateau. So that's where a number of things can change. Either exercise choice, so which exercises you actually do, that can change. Uh, The amount of repetitions, the amount of sets, the amount of weight that you're lifting, um, or the tempo that you use. A good example is you can do the same exercise template on Monday, for example, um, but then on Wednesday, perhaps, you do the same one, but just manipulate your tempo. Yeah. So, for example, if on your going to be a scientific word coming up eccentric okay. contraction which right. is uh, generally the um the lengthening of a muscle um so if you take your arm out in front of you straight and you pull the hand in towards your face that is a concentric contraction on the biceps right. that's when the muscle shortens when you then lengthen the arm again that's where your bicep lengthens is and that's the eccentric eccentric, eccentric. eccentric. Right. so on your eccentric contractions so whenever your muscle muscles lengthen um try and do that slowly so over four seconds and you'll notice quite a bit of difference okay. in your in your exercises um doing the same exercises same weights you might even need to reduce the weight slightly um because it does get quite tough but um just manipulating something um so that you're kind of keeping the body guessing mm. um works quite nicely and i think for girls as well i i always sort of was thought i'd best do loads and loads of cardio do loads of classes and that's what's going to help me lose weight or um you know get everything toned but i've obviously nowadays everyone sort of does talk a lot about weights versus cardio mm-hmm. how would you mix your week up cardio versus machines or weights it totally depends on the individual on the amount of time that they can put into it if i if i had a blank slate and i and you you said to me rob i've got all the time in the world just tell me what to do and when to do it yep generally i would say um five sessions a week and um, perhaps you would do a weight session on the monday followed mm-hmm. by a cardio session on the tuesday weights wednesday cardio thursday Weights Friday, recover at the weekend, for example. That's just one example of many. Um, But you you sort of touched on doing loads of cardio and and then turning your attention to weights. It's really interesting, actually. Over probably the last three or four years, you've seen a lot more women in the free weights area. Yeah. And there's a reason behind that. The reason they're in there is because they're getting better results by lifting weights. Mm -hmm. And now I'm not going to sit here and say, don't do cardio. Cardio is very important. But for for change of shape, weights is the way to go. Okay. So um, an example, I'm I'm training a lady at the moment who's been doing um, probably 12 to 14 different exercises in the gym, so weights exercises, but not really doing sort of... um, uh, particular exercises that would benefit her specifically um, and doing four or five cardio sessions a week. Okay. I've just changed it so that she's doing two cardio sessions a week and then her weight section, we're only doing five or six exercises, but right. those exercises are specific for her and they are 
what I call compound exercises. So they use more muscles in the actual movement. Um, so, for example, a squat is a good example of that, rather than a leg extension, as yeah. an example. And her body has changed shape in the last six months, uh, six weeks even, quite a lot. Um, okay. It's quite interesting, actually, because she's an avid gym goer, trying to tick all the boxes and do everything. Yeah. But actually, if she takes it back, reduces her cardio, increases her uh, kind of strength training volume, but to specific exercises, she's changed shape really nicely. So, mm. yeah, so it's definitely something to consider. But like I said before, definitely get your technique and form checked with a professional before you go in. But yeah, I suppose if we, if we're, if you're starting and being a beginner, then and you can only go your two three times a week, then I suppose trying to mix up a bit of cardio with weights. Yeah, definitely. Again, if you're a bit time constricted, and let's say you only have forty five minutes to an hour. I would suggest probably half an hour to to 40 minutes on weights because if you're doing um, your resistance exercises correctly, generally by sort of 45 minutes, your body is tired Mm. and you don't really have the strength to move resistance anymore. So um, by that point, that's where you would say, okay, I'm going to now do 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes of cardio. A form of cardio training that that I really like um, for a number of reasons. Number one, because it's not as long. um, And number two, because you get a really good uh, metabolic impact from it is HIIT training. Okay. Um, So a really easy sort of method to try HIIT training. There's a a, um, style called Tabata. Um, or Tabata, whatever you want to call it, yep. which is 20 seconds of hard work. Let's say you're on a bike, so you go as hard as you can for 20 seconds, followed by 10 seconds of recovery. Okay. And you do that eight times. Okay, wow. And that's just four minutes. Yeah. That's all it takes is okay. four minutes. But at the end of that four minutes, you'll be more out of breath than you would be after 20 minutes on the bike. Yeah. Doing a steady state. And it's a really, really good fat-burning tool. So like on a running machine, you could maybe jog for... I don't know, 30 seconds and then just walk for 10, 20 seconds and then just keep doing that. Because the machines, yeah. I think a lot of them, you can, you don't have to keep pressing it up, 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 up. I think there are a lot of them have uh, facilities where you can actually program it and you can just knock a button and it will take you up and then knock it back down and it takes the speed back down. So if a person in the gym has shown you how to use that machine properly, there's a lot more to them than what yeah. I think people think. They just press start and stop. Definitely. It, it's um, You've got to remember that these machines are probably anywhere between five and £10,000 for mm. a treadmill. So for, for someone just to get on and press go, you're probably missing 95% of what you can do on the treadmill. Yeah. Um, so they are very intelligent pieces of equipment. So like you said, pre-planned um, rolling hills or intervals or whatever, they're already on there or you can set your own up. Um, but you probably won't know how to do that without the help of a trainer yeah or uh, one thing we haven't mentioned is uh, youtube as well you've got to be a bit selective because there's some pieces of information that aren't too great but there are some really good bits of information on mm. there do a bit of research yourself and then just get it checked by someone okay i go in the morning because i drop my daughter off quite early sort of seven thirty, and then i tend to go straight to the gym then should i so for a, 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 again, for a beginner, would you suggest they eat before they go or if they're doing early like that, should they wait and then come home and have some breakfast or when would you say and also what sort of things to eat? Good questions. Um, a lot of that will depend on personal preference. For me personally, 
I cannot leave the house without something fueling me. Okay. So the way I look at it is you probably ate your dinner the day before at, I don't know, six, seven, eight o'clock at night. Yeah. And then you're up at six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning. That's, you know, maybe eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 12 yeah, hours. 12. You know, that could be up to 12 hours where your body hasn't had any fuel. Mm-hmm. So if you're going out to then exert in cardio or strength, or whatever it is, uh, without any fuel personally i don't feel i can perform as well okay some people um can find that they just have a espresso shot and away they go yeah they can then do their 45 minutes of work um but i would personally recommend some sort of carbohydrate before and maybe some um sort of healthy fat so a good pre-workout um fuel that i personally have is a banana with some almond butter right um so it gives you your carbohydrates and your healthy fats okay um and that just gives you that that energy to get through the session and obviously a shot of espresso but uh, yeah if you're a coffee drinker go for it <laughs> yeah not, not me i don't. can't <laughs> um and then after training this is where your your body will be craving food whether you know it or not when you exert your body is then in a in a point where it needs sub, uh, substance so some sort of protein and carbohydrate after your session is really mm-hmm. important otherwise what you'll find is you'll exercise not eat and then two three four hours later you'll have a massive slump of energy yeah um and that's where your insulin levels won't be quite balanced and you'll probably reach then for the wrong food yes and that's when people say oh yeah but there were biscuits in the cupboard and i saw them yeah. and i ate them you know so if you can prep something for after your um exercise and that's great um a lot of people like protein shakes personally i do mine's a vegan blend so it, it doesn't have whey protein it's um i think it's pea and rice protein so it, it kind of sits quite nicely on the stomach and has some carbohydrates in it too i think a lot of it is up to personal preferences and taste and i always go for the chocolate ones i have to say <laughs> but that's because i'm a chalky head and you can just add them with water or a type of milk can't you or a nut milk of some kind but i yeah. think maybe speak to someone in in one of the shops yeah i mean i think holland and barrow and um, the brand hub they're really good options um but before you purchase anything just research online just, yeah. just do your own research and uh one bit of advice i can i can say on that is when you look at the ingredients list the more ingredients that are on there that you mm. don't know probably the worse it is yeah it's a supplement you've got to remember as well Mm. so it's to supplement your um food intake so if you can get your protein intake your carbon your fat intake from food then please do that yeah (laughs) Yeah. definitely do that much better for you exactly but just shakes are there if you're lacking time and if you need something quick and easy go on to the gym take your work stuff with you and there's lockers and then um i suppose a protein shake then in the car on the way to work is a good option for people as long as they've then got their nice healthy packed lunch with them exactly (laughs) just make sure you shake your shake before you get in your car yeah (laughs) because if the lid comes off yeah and there is a way of putting it in isn't there (laughs) i found as well sometimes you put your shake is it powder first then the milk or the milk then the powder because sometimes it all like congeals at the bottom and you're shaking 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 so yeah because if it's slightly damp it just sticks okay so milk first milk first then powder then the powder make sure the the lid's on properly uh and give it a really good shake outside of the car yes definitely (laughs) definitely and do not actually another really good tip don't ever leave a um protein shake bottle that you've had and not cleaned in your gym bag for a week because you 
probably won't be able to use it again. Ew. Because the smell of it is not great. So make yeah. sure you clean it after using it. Give it a rinse. You can just rinse them out, can't you? Exactly. And they can all go in the dishwasher, actually, most of them, can't most they? Can, or yeah. Uh, yeah. pour the kettle hot water or something over yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. OK, that's perfect. Right, so anything else you'd like to add? Um, I think the biggest thing is turn up. Turn up to the gym. Um, even if you think, oh, my God, I have no idea what to do today, just turn up. Generally, people in the gym, are, when you get to speak to them, they're, they're really nice. They're just normal people, and they've yeah. all been in your situation. And each time you come to the gym, you will pick up a few more bits of information. You'll know a little bit more about yourself, what you can do, what you can't do, and it's probably one of the best habits to have. Mm. You know, there's a lot of bad habits out there, but getting into health and fitness um, and, and getting to the gym is a really good one to have. So, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, whether you want to use a personal trainer or you want to use YouTube or you want to use just general public just to kind of get your kickstart is, is really up to you. And I think, yeah, you're right, just give it a go and you've got nothing to lose, um, apart from some weight, maybe. <laughs> um, but if you just go along and just give it a go and then, like you say, well, I think once you get in the habit and you will start noticing differences in yourself and your body and the way you feel and your you know, your fitness and how much energy you have just by, like you say, if you if you can go two, three times a week and over the course, I'd say, a few weeks, you'll probably start noticing. And I think once those changes kick in for someone, then that's the motivation just to keep going. But, yeah, I think just give it a go, everyone. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Like you said, nothing to lose apart from maybe a bit of weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So next time we are going to be chatting about how to lose weight, leading on from that one, and maybe the best sort of ways and methods to do it. So we'll be talking a lot about nutrition and food and obviously probably touching on a bit of exercise to go alongside it, but maybe going a bit more into the background of nutrition and all these strange words that are floating around that I never understand. (laughs) Good stuff. Thank you. See you next week. Dawn and Rob's Bod Pod. Find all our audio at petersfieldradio.uk or search for Petersfield Community Radio wherever you get your podcasts.